Welcome to the MBA Jam Podcast with your host, Avinash Bajaj. Hello again, folks. Welcome to another episode of the MBA Jam. This is your host and founder, Avinash. Today, we are talking to someone who is not only in the field of product management, same as me, but is also an MBA from Imperial College uh, in London, same as me. <laughs> Let's find out how his journey was different from mine. Today, we're talking to Ignatius. Did I get that right? Uh, Ignatius, yeah, it's, uh, it's always a challenge. <laughs> Perfect. Today, we're talking to Ignatius Fogarty. Yes. Uh, Ignatius actually began his journey at UCL as an admissions assistant, following which he moved on to a company called Prekin, where he spent close to nine years. He mm-hmm. held various roles while over there, starting as, re- starting as research analyst to growing his way to the head of private equity products. After which he moved on to Evaluate Limited as a product manager, following which he now works at, works at Elsevier as a product manager. Ignatius has done his bachelor's in history from King's College London and executive MBA from Imperial College London, as mentioned previously. Ignatius, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me. <laughs> no problem at all. So how would you like to describe your journey in your own words? And, and you know, how would you like to fill the gaps in my intro? Um, yeah, I mean, I can I can talk to you about you know how I came across the MBA, my, my how I wanted to do it, why I wanted to do it, how I ended up doing, and in terms of how that you know impacted my career and the the, the career decisions that I made mm-hmm. um, in, in 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 you know in going in going and doing the MBA. Yeah, um, in fact, you can you can start from the beginning itself. That that should also be fine because the whole journey will also be quite valuable so what were you doing at at like when you finished your bachelor's what what did you think you will end up doing what did you actually end up doing uh so um i finished my bachelor's in history and i ended up like probably many many of my peers and many of my friends actually not knowing exactly what i wanted to do um with my life which is a very sort of you know a typical you know 21 year old just trying to figure figure his life out and what he wants to do um so as you mentioned before actually you know one of my first jobs was actually working in a university um university college london I was there just, you know, processing applications for postgraduates. So, I mean, it was a fairly introductory job, something that I, you know, know, chanced along in the application process, but it gave me, you know, necessary office experience and so on. Um, As you mentioned before, I did spend like a large chunk of my career at a company called Prequin, Um, spent nine years there. Um, I had a very, very interesting career journey there. the reason why I, you know, applied for the job actually um, and started working there was one of my friends was working there. They're a very small company when I started, like a startup with 15 people um, in a very tiny office. I think we were by Blackfires, um, and so I started working there very, very early stage of the company. Um, and just a bit about Prequin, it's a data provider uh, to the alternative asset industry. Um, so effectively, it sells databases um, and you know, to uh, covering a wide range of products such as you know, private equity, real estate, hedge funds, infrastructure, and so on. Um, and what the company does is collect. It's a series of you know proprietary information, proprietary data sets 
package these up and sells them to like private equity funds, public pension funds, and so on. Um, so as you, you know, I started the company for 15, as I said, 15 people, and I was a research analyst, and it was simply my job to call up, you know, uh, institutional investors, find out what they were doing with their money, um, and write about it. Um, for the database, mm. um, and spending quite a lot of time there, I, I you know, I, I had a great career there, a great time. There were so many great people there. Um, as you know, being a growing business, there were a lot of opportunities, um, and that some of the, you know, it's one of the exciting things about working for a startup at so at such a young age. Mm. You can really you know shape your career and do a bit of this, do a bit of that. You know, really, um, and and the environment was really you know suitable for that as you know the business grew and expanded. Um, lots of opportunities came up, so I managed and built um, with a team one of the real estate uh, with the, the real estate database, which very much um, focused on. You know, property funds and investors in that. So I led a team of analysts and built that up and was the forefront of that. You know, going to conferences, speaking about the um, the industry and so on. And then after doing that and building the databases, I really wanted to develop my client services experience. You know, speaking to clients and so on. So I moved into the sales team. Uh, and worked as an account manager. And part of that, I went to Prequence US offices where I worked for nine months, working with US clients. Um, and that was, you know, a really exciting experience to not only have going from, you know, leading a team and building one of the products to then going out and then meeting with clients and attempting to, you know, sell them and prove its, you know, prove its value and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, as you can see from my LinkedIn profile, moved into, you know, the product development manager is, you know, growing business. We sort of said, okay, we need, you know, products. We need to build in a product development function. So this was more focusing on, you know, the roadmap work with developers and so on and then i moved so how was how was that different from the product management that you were doing earlier was that was that different yeah so it was different in the sense that it was i was responsible for the company's roadmap um so we had a series of you know lead you know lead asset managers effectively like someone that managed the private equity mm. someone that managed um the real estate and the infrastructure and so on and we had effectively I was the you know the one product manager but working with all these various different teams to ensure that their you know developments and you know designing and tested and released and so on um but then as the company grew bigger again um these were then spun out into its different roles so the product development manager became more of a business analyst function mm-hmm. and then i became head of one of the the the, the business units at um frequent as i was head of private equity products yeah what 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 kept you motivated to keep going in the same company nine years is a long time right especially yeah. in today's market <laughs> yeah definitely i mean it was just uh, an exciting time to be there as the company was growing and from from my cv as you can see that i you know i didn't stand still at Prequin. i was doing very you know different jobs all the time so there was that opportunity and that chance to grow 
within the company um, and do you know and do different roles and add to that add to my basis basis of skills. Um, so that that was why that was one of the you know the main drivers that 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 that, that you know that kept me there. Um, and you could really see like the business grow in front of you in terms of like the expansion of office space. You know, we were moving offices every two years to um, facilitate new joiners, the expansion of offices. I mean, when I was there, an office was opened up in you know, Singapore, New York, which I went to, as well as San Francisco. So that visibility of a growing and dynamic business um, and the opportunities to move throughout that business and learn skills and so on was, you know, really, really kept, you know, kept me there and kept, you know, that sort of that career aspect going. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. What how, how big was the company when you left? Um, I think there was about 200 people. Wow. Um, but now it's even bigger. Um, I still have a lot of I, I have a lot of friends who are still there. Um, and the company just keeps on growing from strength to strength. So it's, it's a great business and there's a great founder behind it, a guy, Mark O'Hare, um, who, who, who's, 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 yeah, who I worked with and who, who, who's been, who's been great at growing the business. Yeah. Um, amazing. Why, why did you leave then? <laughs> so this is where my, um, journey sort of comes in. Um, and it also links to the MBA as well. Mm. Um, and I mean, I mean, this is probably quite a good time to, to, to segue into, into doing, into doing the MBA. But whilst I was on the course, um, it really opened my mind to other businesses and other companies. Um, not just not through the study aspects of like doing the case studies and so on, but in talking to the cohort, um, and in discussing with people about the different opportunities and so on. And, I very much at a point got a point of time where after being there for nine years, I really wanted to do something a bit different, um, to try a different company, to try a different industry, um, and, and move there. And so I, you know, the time I left, um, frequent, the company was very established. Um, and I joined Evaluate where it was, you know, not that it was, it wasn't quite a startup, but it was a company that was, that was in that growth process. Um, when I joined Evaluate, it was, I mean, there's, there's, there's a common thing I find about a load of, a lot of these um, companies that at some point these businesses decide, you know, need product managers and there's opportunities in, you know, small companies and startups. So Evaluate had just, you know, had decided to need product managers to help take the company to the next level. And so that was where the, the very much the sort of the, the, the exciting opportunity to go into another business and help that grow. Yeah, how how did how did that transition work for you? So obviously, you know, you you were at Prequent for such a long time that by the time you spent some, you know, a lot of years, people know who you are. You you're, mm. you're properly established, and you know that there are times when you got to make decisions. Product management is all about decisions and trade offs. Yes. So yeah. there's a lot of trust in that role. Uh, at least from my experience, I've encountered yeah. this when, especially as a product manager, when you're moving from one company to another, yeah. it almost feels like kind of an uphill battle in the beginning because you have yeah. to convince people that you're trustable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How yeah. did that transition work for you, especially after such a long time in one company and now moving to a different company where you're almost considered an expert even before you're given a chance? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, this is where, um, because I actually moved during the middle of my MBA. Um, mm. if, if, and so this is where the MBA really helped um, in giving me a sense of confidence 
um, and in understanding, you know, new concepts and certain ways of doing doing business um, and being able to talk further and elaborate on, you know, such as strategic concepts and, you know, ways of like marketing and so on. And so I feel what as part of like the MBA not only, you know, inspired me to go and do something different um it also gave me the tools and the ability to have different conversations um and go into a you know a company as a new person and really and, and make an input and, and and make an impact and to be fair as well the um the culture at evaluate as well is very you know very you know it's very conducive to mm. discussions and encouragement and so on. So, and, the, and it was a, it is a company that, that still is very much prides itself on having a fantastic culture. Um, and you know, the people there, so it was very much open to that as well. So it was a combination of having, as I've said, the skills and the ability, um, to, you know, developed through my career at Prequin coupled with the MBA coupled with the, with, with a very welcoming culture at the organization. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So, okay, so that that's that's a good uh, point to talk about the motivation to to even do an MBA. So you were obviously at Prequin when your thought yeah. process started that uh, you should you should do an MBA. How how did that develop uh, in in your mind? What were you what were you thinking? Why did you want to do an MBA? Well, I, I reached a point at my career in Prequin where I where I I felt I needed you know something else if, mm. if that if that makes sense um in order to develop my career in order to develop you know a new set of skills and understanding to take my knowledge to the next level um and to be a success i mean one of the th- one of the areas or as you as as we've discussed is being working in, a, in a, the same company for nine years it's not quite insular but you've only got experience of that mm. company so you don't really have an experience of as the company grows, it has new challenges and you need the skills to be able to meet those new challenges in terms of becoming like a bigger organization, uh, in terms of dealing with people, in terms of growing your product base, in terms of growing your market base. And it was something and I definitely wanted to do, you know, some degree of executive education uh, to really, really, you know, help me achieve that. Um, and in looking into it, I think, you know, I had a lot of friends and relatives that have done MBAs as well. Um, and then one thing that, you know, I'd give advice to anyone is that if you're thinking of doing an MBA, you will guarantee most likely know someone doing it. So always lean on your network and your friends and so on and, and to get more information. So I talked to, you know, one of my friends who was at CAS, um, who, you know, who, who was raving about the experience. He, he really enjoyed it and really felt you know helped him you know develop his career my uncle um did an mba at stanford mm. um and and you know, you know he still has a huge network from that and has really keeps in touch with people um and in terms of making the decision of doing the mba um i'd see it as possibly one of the most sort of well-rounded um executive courses you can do i mean there's and and you know that that that, that and it really helps you understand all the different challenges that businesses will face uh in terms of you know from the, the finance to like the sort of the technical aspects such as the financial um you know in terms of marketing and in terms of you know looking at the you know 
organizational uh, behavior and structure and so on. Um, so that's what sort of piqued my curiosity. Um, and that's what led me to make that decision to, to embark on, you know, in exploring the MBA. But a huge part of it was talking to a lot of peers, finding out, talking to people, understanding their experience, what benefits did they bring, what were the challenges that they had, um, and what did they really feel that the course brought to them post-career as well. Yeah, no, that that's a really great tip, you know, to lean on your network. I, I, yes. I think that's something people should um, generally take away. That That's really helpful. Um, now, when you were making these uh, considerations, what what else were your options besides Imperial, which you finally end up selecting? Um, so there were two, there were two main uh, area, like, um, considerations that I had. Uh, one was I wanted to do an executive course, so to have to be in London, um, and there was also a budget factor as well. Um, so I had a had had a budget very much in mind um, in terms of in terms of the cost, and I know the cost is very much a big factor in the MBA, yeah. and so I actually narrowed it down to two uh, two mm-hmm. two colleges, uh, CAS and Imperial, um, who had very similar structures, of course. Um, in terms of having a weekend option and a week option as well. Um, and so I investigated both you know, campuses very, very thoroughly. Um, so, for example, one of my wife's colleagues um, did an MBA at Imperial, uh, so Imperial and another colleague did did a, um, went to went to CAS as well. Mm. So I talked talked extensively both uh, to them both to get the to get their thoughts. One of my good friends actually went to CAS. Um, and when I when I get so when I made that decision in terms of narrowing it down into the two the two colleges, and I think they had very similar structures, of course, in that time. I then looked at the different. Uh, what was the key differentiator? Like what 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 was the USP of this course? And that's something to look at as well because I feel that each university has its own different you know different strengths and their different selling points and different structures. Um, and so when I was talking to the um, my wife's colleague, um, he was talking and raving about um, this course that had Imperial called IED, mm. Innovation, Entrepreneurship and Design, um, which which was unique to Imperial. Um, so uh, it was something that, you know, as someone that's you know, very much been from an entrepreneurial company and, you know, thinking at some point, well, I'd like to do this on my own at some point. Um, it sounded very exciting. Um, so what happened was I then sat in on a lecture um, for the IEND course. Um, so using this network, using this 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 colleague, my wife, he set up, he introduced me to some people, and I went and sat in a lecture, and I was really blown away by the content of it, and thought, okay, this is this is unique, this is really exciting, this is what I want to do, um, and very much. Uh, uh, Imperial very much emphasizes that that entrepreneurship element and it just seemed like such an exciting addition uh, to the MBA as well so that's why I eventually plumped for Imperial and as well um, you know I've, I've very much been in went to King's College you know studied mm. at University of London um, and, and, and went to UCL so I thought well, okay might as well try Imperial <laughs> but I had a lot of friends as well that had been to Imperial uh, in a science degree as well and they all raved about it in terms of you know the, the, you know, the location for example is a great factor um, and just the quality of teaching and the quality of facilities as well. 
Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Who who took that sample lecture just to see if I know that lecturer? <laughs> I I can't quite remember um the name. Um, Did that lecturer it, come and teach you in your class? No, 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 he no he didn't. Um, so I I, I don't think he did. Um, this was the 2012 intake as well. Um, okay, so I, one year after mine. I was yes. in 2010, 2011. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, did you have similar experiences with, with the IND and Imperial as well? Yeah, absolutely. IND was 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 really um, crucial in, in my decision making. Uh, but it, 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 it did turn out pretty, pretty unique and important while we were doing it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Very, very similar. But coming to the choices, I, I think you're right, you know. There aren't too many executive choices in London, right? For the MBA, it's not like we're overwhelmed with choices. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, very much so, very much so. Um, yeah, I think Imperial is one of the, one of the better ones. I, I don't. Does LBS have executive? No, it doesn't. I'm not too sure, actually. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I I doubt it. Why Why did you want to do Uli executive? Why didn't you? Or did you ever consider taking time off, maybe one or two years? No, I mean, for me, there was, you know, obviously, cost was a factor um, in terms of being able to, you know, still have a, still work and do it. Mm. And also, um, I liked the idea of, you know, I, I talked to people that had done the executive MBA um, and, you know, one of my good friends did it. And, you know, you do worry about the sort of how am I meant to balance this with my actual work and study. Um, and it and it is a challenge, but it's one that's very manageable. Um, you know, you, you, in, if your company as well, you talk to your company, and they can support you through it in terms of giving you study leave and doing it because your company is actually going to see the benefits of the MBA experience as well. And as well, um, I'm not sure if this is correct, but in terms of you know the executive, you I think there's sort of tends to be you, you do get at Imperial it did seem. There were more sort of senior and experienced people on the course than perhaps the um, the full time MBA. So as everyone knows, the MBA is not just about the the lectures and the study, but it's about the network and the people that you meet and learning from them and learning from their experiences as well. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. You know, sometimes I look back and I. I keep thinking if I had a choice, maybe I would have done the exec MBA after getting getting a good amount of experience uh, with me. But no, I guess you live and learn. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it, it what what suits suits different people. I mean, for me, it wasn't really a, a, as well like a, a, a practical choice as well to do full time. So it was that that choice was in a sense made for me. But I, but I'm very much glad I did it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, no, you know, you, you were a prequent when you started your MBA and, and you were uh, on the exec MBA and you were meeting with really senior stakeholders. Did you ever consider uh, staying at prequent and maybe, you know, your, your jump to maybe the senior um, leadership could have been um, faster and better considering where you were already? Um, I mean, I think for me, um, what, what, what the MBA highlighted to me that there's a big wide world out there. Mm. <laughs> um, and I, I, as, as a product manager, I think as well, um, when I was a prequent, I was managing a very mature product. Um, mm. And so as a product manager... For me, you want to get your hands into different products, you know, different, different, different industries, different businesses. Um, and so doing that, I mean, 
that's what sort of motivated the move. Because one day, I think you know, you want to, you, you want to, you, you don't want to build other people's products. You want to build your own. Mm. So I think as a product manager, especially, you need to sort of develop that toolkit. And you know, the MBA is a component of that toolkit. And learning through different industries and different practices and you know different business models as well um, can 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 really help drive that and facilitate that. I think you always come to a point where you feel like you know you need to change, um, and that 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 that's what happened with me. Yeah, I think I think that's a really that's a really great point. So how how was your expectation uh, of the MBA as as compared to the reality? So you obviously you did a lot of research and and you you obviously you know went in with a certain expectation. How did that match up to the reality? <laughs> um, in terms of what I mean. In terms of what I expected, um, you know, I was expecting to 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 you know to to work hard, to be challenged, um, you know, for it to be you know exciting and interesting to really open my mind. Um, but one thing that I didn't, I just didn't think at, in at, at all was that it could be really good fun. You know, it doesn't sort of enter your head. But you know, the MBA was for me was not only like beneficial in terms of you know the experiences in terms of learning and building that knowledge, but it, but it was very much a fun process as well. Like the le- you know the lectures and the discussions were engaging. Um, there's a big part of the MBA in which I discovered was also like the networking and the socialising, the getting to know your cohort, getting to know the people you're working with. So much group work, especially the way that Imperial structured it. I did the weekend course, so I was in college once a month, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, half a day, Sunday. Mm. And then we'd have group work and set, um, and then we'd come back the next month, um, you know, and then present or work together. And it was great fun in terms of doing those, you know, those projects together, getting to know people. And also what Imperial did really well, because I was doing the executive course, um, there were people coming from all over the world doing the course. I mean, we had one guy that I think flew in from Thailand every weekend, and another guy flew in from LA just to do this course. And so Imperial was good enough to realize, okay, these people are coming from far and wide. They only see each other, each other once a month. So they organized, you know, for example, such as dinners, for example, in the evening, and really facilitated that ability to, you know, get to know your cohort, to bond with people, and that in turn facilitated a really good working environment and good working practice as well. So that's the bit I didn't expect from the MBA in terms of my expectations, um, but that was, you know, the, the, that was a massive plus. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, uh, I I can also speak from the experience. It, it is it is a lot of fun, and yeah. you know, it it is very intense. You know, MBA is yes. not not easy, but I think I think Imperial does a pretty good job at balancing, you know, the the coursework and and what's expected of you with what is practical as well. Yes, you, know, you don't exactly. want to you don't want to burn out just because it's not academia in a very strict sense it's it's academia for a more practical purpose mm-hmm. definitely definitely no i definitely agree with that nice nice that's very nice so 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 uh it, so while you were doing your mba you moved on to evaluate um mm-hmm. and you recently actually it's just been like two or three months right since yeah. you, you've, yeah. you've been to el Xavier. so what prompted that move Again, it was um, again. It was a change. Um, uh, one of the change. At, um, a bit further background. At Evaluate and Prequin. I worked on B two B products, so building, packaging up commercial data sets and selling them. 
Um, but I've always wanted to go get into and work in with a product that has a much larger user base. Um, so at the opportunity came up to go and work for Elsevier as part of the Mendeley uh, platform on the reference manager product. And the reference manager product is a product which allows students, um, researchers, you know, the PhDs and so on, um, a tool to manage their references. So, you know, if you're doing a thesis and so on and you're looking to add in and manage your documents and then extract references when you're, when you're writing up, um, this is the tool that I'm working on. And having done my MBA as well, it's a use case um, that I really understand and really, really empathize with. So I thought, oh, this is a great opportunity. Um, so again, it's adding another string to your bow as a product manager and being able to work on a product which has you know, a lot of users, different types of analytics, you know, different types of ways of marketing and promoting it and different ways of approaching a product build and so on. Um, and again, again, the MBA helps in, in, in understanding, you know, the strategy behind that and in, in, and in a practical terms and understanding the use case and why this product exists. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That that makes a lot of sense. Now, when you started Bitcoin, as and as you mentioned, you 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 started off and the team was really small, and then the team really grew. Uh, so you had that experience of you know being in in a in a very uh, you know high growth company at that stage, mm-hmm. at least when the company yeah. going through very high growth. Did you did you ever consider starting your own business during this journey so far? Uh, to be honest, that is always something that's in the back of my mind and something that I want to do. Um, and it's something that because during the MBA, we made some really great friends and it's something that we always want to do is to, 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 to split out and start our own business. Um, for me, um, it's finding you know what, what's the pain point that I'm going to solve and what's the use case that I'm going to look into. And that, that's something very much, very much for a future conversation. I mean, the, the IND course at mm. Imperial was, was great because it was almost, you know, we, I worked with a team of people that I'm still in touch with and really good friends with. And we designed a, you know, B2C travel product where you buy, you know, holidays and so on um, based on, you know, sort of, you know, picking pictures and so on using, you know, image and inspiration to generate holidays for you. Um, we did really well. We did a great mark. We were asked by the IND team, like if it was something that we wanted to push out and actually go with. We were a bit unsure at the time due to various commitments, but very much it's something in our mind that we want to do. Mm. Um, and the IND gave us great experience and great practice in doing that in terms of understanding all the considerations needed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I think I think that's what IED does, right? Sometimes yeah, it just exactly. opens up your mind to these new ideas, and yeah. some some teams actually do carry it forward to start their own businesses. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, I've heard of heard of lots of lots of success stories from that. Um, so it's, it's something that's always in the back of our mind, and hope maybe something that we'll do in the future. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. In, in terms of starting something of your own, do you have like some kind of milestones in mind? Do you do you have some kind of you know marker or indicator saying if I hit that, like is it? I, I don't know. It could be age. It could be um, uh, it could be so many other factors. But do you have something like that in your mind? I, to, to be honest, I don't. Um, I sort of very much believe in taking things as they come and so on. Um, I, 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 you know, and seeing what opportunities out there. Mm. I think, you know, at, 
there's no set milestones, but it's something that I'd like to think about and start thinking about in a couple of years. I think as well as my career's gone, um, you know, very much being involved in the B2B, B2B space. Um, so very much looking for, you know, what, 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 I'm, what I'm doing at Elsevier and Mendeley, you know, is really exciting and there's more, more, more to learn from that. Yeah. Um, so again, it's just adding, adding more strings to your bow and developing that and just, just seeing what, seeing what comes yeah yeah fair enough how how does your roadmap look like <laughs> um yes so um the, the, i mean the, 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 i mean we have a very exciting again it's a it, what we're what we're doing is really you know improving on the functionality no 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 uh, actually sorry i meant to ask oh, how does oh, your personal sorry. career roadmap look like <laughs> oh sorry sorry in terms of yeah um the, yeah it yeah. was a very cheesy joke yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's a very product cheesy joke i should yeah, get away yeah. from my life <laughs> <laughs> that yeah I, i'm taking a very agile approach to my career so <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough. i mean i mean in terms of the opportunities uh, is is there something uh, that that you're uh, you know uh, particularly keen and excited to try and get your hands on it could be like some new technologies that you want to work or some yeah. new industries you want to explore yeah i mean i, I mean for me it's um you know one day i want to be very much head and running my own product mm. um and be that at a bigger company at a small company or so on um i'm, I'm not quite sure yet i'm you know the education sector and uh, the, the research sector is very interesting it's very exciting um so i'm, I'm really looking forward to getting more into that and i think it's come like about. a full circle for you in a way isn't it you started at ucl and in, in yes research, exactly uh, and and then now you're 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 in the weeds on product on and education as well <laughs> yeah yeah definitely 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 and, and it's such a big and you know growing industry and just you know being able to facilitate that research process um from end to end which is what Mendeley, Mendeley are doing is it, something that it's exciting to be part of. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Now, you know, uh, you know, looking back uh, to your career, is, is there something you would want to tell your younger self? Is there some decision that you think you could have made differently uh, looking back than what you did? Um, in terms of, I'm, I mean... I think personally, you always think about, oh, I had, you know, for example, I had a different job opportunity or a different, you know, different approach. Like, for, for example, I think I've, um, th- there were two ways my career could have gone. One could have been more into financial um, or more into product. Um, mm. because, because a lot of people who have left Prequent, for example, have gone to work for private equity funds, placement agents, and so on, use their knowledge of the industry that they developed uh, very much to, 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 to do that. Um, but I very much chose the product route um, as something that I you know, wanted to get into. You know, it's something that I really identified and really, really excited about. Um, you know, I had offers in the past, you know, to work at, um, a placement agent, for example, um, to very much get into like you know raising funds, um, but I, I didn't take it. And you know sometimes you think, oh, I wonder what what would have happened to my career if I, if I'd done that, and it would be completely different today. And I might not even be having this conversation with you. Um, <laughs> so it's always those those sliding doors and so on. Um, but I think as 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 you know, like sort of you know, there's, there's so many different opportunities, and you know the product manager role is inc- you know, so enc- encompassing into different 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 you know, definitions so on so i think there'll be lots more exciting opportunities to explore yeah. in the future. 
Yeah, absolutely. No, that's that's good to hear. Cool. So, you know, this is something, a specific question, but if I placed you in a room with the MBA program directors and lecturers, you know, what what, yeah. would, you, what would you tell them to improve the curriculum or improve the experience for, for future students? Um, in terms of improving um, the experience for future students, I mean, for, 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 let, let me try and think off the top of my head. I think... Um, you know, I think there was lots of comments um, sometimes on like you know the quality of the courses, the quality of the teaching. Um, you know, I think Imperial was a fantastic school, and so on. Um, you know, and just some of the some of the structure of the lectures and so on. Um, but in, in in terms of improving it, I mean, one one of the common things that people discussed and joked about was that we focused too much on like Apple and Google. Um, so that was one of the you know the biggest case studies and so on. So there was definitely a desire to go and explore different companies. Um, but you know, for some things that you know we could have done more of, for example, we had you know certain you know, we had people from industry coming in and discuss about their businesses, and you know more of that would have been fantastic. But in in, in terms of like in improving the course, like you know, I really enjoyed it. Like I wish, for example, I could have taken more electives um, because there were so many like wonderful subjects to do, but you know you, you had a limit a limitation on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, a, a, apart from that, you know, I, 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 no, I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed my time there, and there, there wasn't actually too much that I sort of I, I, I fed back in terms of what I wanted to change. Yeah, yeah, no, really good point. In fact, talking about electives, uh, probably I'm going to make a confession. I've never actually told anyone about this, but <laughs> since there was a limit on the number of electives, sometimes they just went and sat in the electives yeah, without should, telling anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, I should have done that. I should, I should have done that. I mean, it was such a hard choice. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No fair point. And uh, you know, before we go away, you know, there's one question that I ask every guest: is what is the one thing you wish I had asked you? What in terms of um, this interview? Is there any question? Yeah, is there any any question that you wish I had asked you? Um, uh, maybe like, what are your recommend? Like, what 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 were your what are your recommendations for mm-hmm. for future MBA students? Like, how should they approach the course? Yeah, go for what? it. Um, one thing I found and that I really took away from the MBA was that I actually used it as a chance to explore business and and companies that I, you know, was interested in from a personal level. And I think people, when they go to approach it, can really get the benefit out of it by by doing that. And the the example that I'll use is in my thesis. Um, So, for example, in my thesis, I was very, very interested in sports and sports marketing. Um, and even though it didn't quite touch any of like the in you know like the direct industries I've worked on, it still had a vague correlation in terms of you know in terms of the marketing and the branding and the focus. But you know I had such an inspirational marketing lecturer at Imperial, this guy Andreas Eisenhag, if I pronounced his name right. I think he's uh, a program director now, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But he was and I and I worked with him on my thesis, and I used it as a chance to explore the concept of brand equity in the NFL. And I had a great time doing this project. I went and interviewed people in the NFL, went to their offices and so on, um, went to um, went to you know went to in- interview the American journalists, book writers and so on. 
and did a project that I was really proud of and had a lot of fun doing. So, and I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't done the MBA and used it to really expand my horizons. So, you know, use it as a chance to really explore different industries, different companies, things that you're interested in that you might want to, you know, get involved in and just come to it with a real, real open eye because it, it, it's, I think some people can be very focused, okay, I want to get to consultancy, so I need to do this or I want to do, you know, banking and so on. Um, but if you use it as an opportunity to really broaden your horizons and do things that really interest you and fascinate you, then you have a really good chance of actually enjoying the course getting a good mark and getting the most out of it yeah no absolutely great tips in fact in fact one thing i would add to that is you know your mba usually starts it it always starts before you go in so come in with that mindset but also if yeah you you might have experienced right like if you don't come prepared in the first in the first month you'll realize that a lot of deadlines are in in two or three in two in maybe two or three weeks sometimes yeah so make sure you're going prepared at least with the logistics part of it before you go in and then keep your mind open and leverage from there i guess Yeah. yeah And also having a very supportive family behind you as well is really helpful as well. Yeah, that's a really good point. We didn't really touch upon much upon that. Touch much upon that. Uh, yeah. Were you married before you went into dating? Um, so I was living with my girlfriend at the time, um, and I think we got engaged after the MBA and then got married um, two years ago. Um, so yeah, no, so we got, I can't, I can't, I can't timelines are a bit fuzzy, but she was incredibly supportive. And she knew, you know, I had, you know, if I needed time to study, you know, I'd disappear for whole weekends doing the MBA. Um, but she was very supportive and very, very proud of what came out of it. Yeah, absolutely. No, I can really imagine. Yeah, I, I forgot the executive MBA. So you're literally disappearing every now and then. <laughs> it's yeah, not even, yeah. In a full-time MBA, at least you have that much of a breather space, but executive, yeah. it can get pretty yeah yeah but ignis has been amazing talking to you thanks a lot for um you know coming on the show how how do people know more about you and how can they get in touch with you yeah, I'm on I'm on LinkedIn. Um, so if you Ignatius Fogarty, um, so if you want to get in touch with me, if you want to talk to me about my experiences, or you have you want to you know, find out a bit more about Imperial and the Exec MBA, I'm always happy to talk to people and, and and share my knowledge and just tell you about how much how wonderful a time I've had um, and, and 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 the benefits that it's brought. Perfect. Thanks a lot once again. It's 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 almost seven thirty p.m. and you know where you and I are. So thanks a lot for staying up to talk to us. No, thanks very much. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the MBA Jam. Now it's time for you to take action. Head over to the MBAJam.com to listen to more episodes and discover great resources.